Let's talk to interesting people. Let's talk about the process of seeing things differently. Let's talk about the craft of molding truth and fiction together to arrive at something new and exciting. And let's have fun while doing it. Welcome to the True Fiction Podcast. Hello and welcome to True Fiction, the podcast that talks to talented creative people and finds out where their inspirations come from. I'm your host, Patrick Boggs. Across the table from me is the phenomenally creative Norbert Yates. How's it going tonight, Norbert? I'm I'm not feeling super creative, so I'm hoping this, uh, a, a good conversation will stir things up. I think I really have a great feeling about this because, uh, you know, our pre-interview tonight, it's been going really good. I've been really feeling the vibe. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking to actor and model Reese Brown. How's it going tonight, Reese? It's going great. Fantastic. It's awesome. Hey, thanks for Can't coming complain. on. Well, uh, you nah, the- appreciate you guys having me. You're the double threat, huh? You do acting and modeling, both. Yeah, I, I, I kind of think that I mainstream a little bit more to the acting aspect of it. But, I mean, you know, one hand kind of feeds the other, so it just depends. Hey, I got a day job, too. I know what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> the modeling is um, your day job. There you go. <laughs> it, can't, it can't be too bad, though. And No, uh, uh, it's not, you know, when so, it's, you know. What inspired you to, to become an actor? Oh man, uh, just the uh, you know I, I just love the whole the whole realm the whole craft of uh, of cinema making movies. I remember I was five years old and I was watching The Firm with Tom Cruise with my dad. And ever since then, you know, I felt like that's that's what I wanted to do. But it was crazy because I saw him in that, and then I saw him in Risky Business, and then I saw him in uh, Days of Thunder, and then I was just like you know. I was like, you know, what does he do? And my dad was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, he's he's a race car driver. He's, you know, <laughs> he's a lawyer. <laughs> you know, he's a bartender. You know, he's, he's, he's a barrage of all these different things. You know, I didn't know what it was. I like, literally, you know, as a kid, you know, I think you you think they live inside the television or something like sure. that. And, you know, he finally told me that, you know, he's a he's a he's a professional actor, you know, and. He makes really good money at what he does, and he's, he's he's legendary. And ever since then, I was like, you know, that's what I want to do. You know, my uh, initially being kind of introduced to it, completely opposite in my head of what I thought of how you know showbiz actually works. You know, it's com- completely different, completely really? different. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, especially when it comes to to acting. For me, I feel like those that have truly have have made it and have become very successful at what they do um you know whether they're you know a list or they're c or d list actors you know if you can make a living doing this you get to travel around and meet people you know and develop a a deep sense of uh, culture and understanding of different people i happen to think that uh you know actors and entertainers alike are some of the most uh you know innovative and uh almost you know some of the most intellectual people in the world, you know, cause you, you learn from so much. It's almost like you're the jack of all trades in a sense, you know, you, you get to take a little bit from everything. Like that old saying, you know, if you know three things about everything, you kind of know anything or oh, that wasn't right. If you know three things about anything, you kind of know a little bit of everything. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, man. What's your approach to acting? What do you, where do you want to get out of it? What do you want to be, what roles do you want to be having? Just sort of talk about that if you would. Yeah. Um, so the the last short film that uh, that I that I just wrapped up, uh, which is called Social Credit, I kind of 
plays somewhat of a, a victim, but he's he's got certain seasonings about him that kind of make him a bit of a hero in a sense, if you will, or, or anti-hero, what have you. But, you know, I, I typically try to go for roles and characters that aren't necessarily the, the main driving force of what's going on. I try to go for, for characters that are more story driven so that the story and the arts of the characters in themselves are, are the main focal point that that brings this whole tapestry together of whatever that film or whatever that project is. Um, uh, for me, uh, my my ego is completely you know removed out of it. You know, this is totally and completely for the thrill of the sport. And you know, uh, as I like to say, you know, peeling back the the layers of an onion and getting down to the uh, the true uh, grit of you know what's going on. Uh, who my character is, especially, and it gets tricky, you know, sometimes when you're dealing with particular situations that you've never been in before. And I think that that can be the challenging part, but that's also the fun part too, you know, and that's where I, I like to use, you know, personalization, substitution, and in, and in most cases, you know, spontaneity, you know, what, it, you know, what I feel at that moment or what I feel like in my head that I would do if, if I was, this person going through this situation and dealing with these peoples or whatever the circumstances are. So, you know, I, I typically try to just go for things that can make a difference, have an impact, make people think, you know, in most instances too, you know, you always want to do things that are fun and enjoyable, but also too, you know, life isn't always fun and enjoyable. You know, life is sometimes devastating. It's hard. It's cruel. It's mean. It's nasty. It's very, very, very uncomfortable. And, you know, I like to, just go for roles that in a sense kind of encompass all of that at once, you know, and uh, things that hopefully, you know, long after I'm gone, you know, people can go back and watch and, you know, find inspiration or motivation or, you know, they, they, they just love it and they take to it and it uh, gives them some type of resource to tap into, to continue to move forward and live their lives. You know, I think that's what artist. I think that's what art is for, and that's what uh, film and, and theater and stage is for. You know, it's an inspiration. Pat and I reviewed a movie not too long ago, Crimson Tide, and we. Uh, I-, I was blown away by the performance of Gene Hackman, who I think is. Uh, some people kind of consider him a character actor, but he's the kind of personality that is so overwhelming. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's both. C- character actor and force of personality and then you have right. force of personalities that are like john wayne on some level i kind of feel like tom cruise is a little bit that in that vein but and then there's the just the character actors like uh the first guy i was thinking of kind of currently would be kind of a jake gyllenhaal, gyllenhaal. wondering do you do you have any patterns that you look towards in in those? I mean, there may be more. You can maybe you can divide it up into other categories, but those are the three that sort of stand out to me. I mean, the guys that really excel tend to have both acting chops, you know, like a Jack Nicholson, and a force of personality. Um, right. But have you thought about that in those kind of contexts before? Is there, there are actors that you watch other than maybe Tom Cruise that you go? I can see a little bit of myself in there. This is the sort of way I'd like to go. Or do you even think about that kind of stuff? Oh, I think about that kind of stuff all the time. You know, uh, Tom, 
definitely by far isn't the uh, isn't the only actor I watch, man. Oh my god, dude, the list is <laughs> is dude, it's extensive and it's crazy. And there's so there's so many um, incredibly talented actors and actresses out there. Like it's just it's uncanny. It really to me, it really just it depends on two things. It depends on, in my mind, <clears throat> the communication between the actors and the directors and what happens, you know, once it gets into that editing room, it t- to me is what can really make or break the project. You know, you can go in and, you know, give a knockout performance that's, you know, Oscar or Golden Globe worthy. But if, if that isn't caught and transitioned into the editing process, you know, you might miss out on that. But to, to further answer your question, I don't really look at it like, you know, you got your character actors, your force of personality and like movie stars. I, I just kind of look at it as these these people really figured out some it was, you know, over time. Some of them it was a bit more early on and some it was just, you know, they kind of it was, it was hit or miss for them. Um, but they just kind of figured out what their niche was and. And certain characters that uh, they knew that they could portray and potentially be good at, and I never want to say that it's 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 easy to to portray anything. I think it's more that certain characters are a bit more fun to play, and depending upon your personality type, you know, it could it, it could be more fun, or sometimes it could be a bit more uh, you know uh, restrictive, especially if you have a, a more bubbly and outgoing personality. It may be a bit more, you know, difficult and even at times very arduous to play a more reluctant and uh, a bit more of a uh, shy character in a sense. You know, so it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's easy to say that, but I think it, it just it really just depends on the person and what what drives them and what their motivations are and what they what they can relate to as far as the, the potential character that you know, that they're willing to, uh, to immerse themselves into. But, um, I, it's one of those things that I've realized at a young age that, you know, I admire, you know, Tom Cruise, Meryl Streep, you know, Denzel Washington, you know, Jodie Foster, uh, Julia Roberts. There's, like I said, there's so many of them out there, but I think the key is, uh, especially for other, you know, up and coming artists and actors and actresses that, that are out there. I think the real key is not to try to model yourself after somebody else. Just focus on doing the work and become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And, you know, I never believe for a second that, you know, there's no room for, for newcomers because there's only one person that can do what you are capable of doing. I just think that that's, that's a different aspect inside of, of the art that nobody can really teach you. You just have to dig deep and develop that for yourself over time. And I feel like once you figure out what that angle is and what your approach is to all the characters that you play, I kind of feel like that's what you get, you get known for. Not to say you get, you get typecast, but <clears throat> that's just kind of what, you know, you get known for like, like Tom, for example, you know, he plays a lot of uh, his characters are very charismatic and edgy. You know, so that's kind of his um, appeal, and I think that's because that's the 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 bit of a matriarch of who he is off camera as well. So it just kind of transcends into his artistry in a sense. You know, but you have some people that you know can play all types of characters. You know, and they may have a very uh, dull, boring, or you know, very uh, you know, kind of 
inclusive personality in a sense, but yet they can go on camera and they can play, you know, uh, they can make crawling into a can of beans looking like that's the best thing ever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's just how it is, you know? So, yeah. So it just depends on the person. What do you think is more important talent or training? I think both of them are equally important in a sense. I guess I would say that to me, talent is self-belief. That's what, that's how I would uh, I would say that because talent is, is, is kind of vague in a sense because when people think talent, it's like, oh, shit, you know, you are going to make it and you are going to be an Uber driver the rest of your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, but it's it's self-belief in, in, in training, I feel like are they, they, they kind of go there in tandem. They go hand in hand, you know, acting really anything that you do in life that that you pursue, whether it be for a hobby or for a passion, it's like a rubber band. And if you don't continuously, you know, work that rubber band and stretch it, it won't increase its territory. And once you stop, you know, it'll shrink back up, you know. So just like, you know, it's just like when you train, if you're an athlete, if you're a musician, you know, you can have all the talent per se and self-belief. But if you don't practice it and emulate it into your actual life, you never really see how far or how good or great you could potentially be. So I think they're they're both very very important and uh, they should both complement each other at all times. You know. Yeah, I think talent is. Uh, I think uh, one thing about talent is it can be easily wasted. Uh, some people don't hone it, and I think you're right on that. They they have the talent, but they just don't. They don't. They don't work it. They don't work that talent muscle, and it's and then it's it's not worth it. So yeah, I definitely agree with you. Hey, uh, how? Um, so we're talking about getting into different roles and characters and stuff. How do you research roles? Do you have any methods? So in my, in my classroom setting, uh, before COVID hit, you know, we all would uh, come together. We would do relaxation, whether it was through the use of emotions, past experiences. That That's kind of what you have to use in a sense to be able to, you know, to tap into your characters. Because uh, typically, if you think about it, most actors kind of get to pick and choose what they want to do per se. It can be easy to kind of, to get into the groove of it. But then it's like, you know, especially when it comes to film TV, TV, I feel like is a different, is a different game in a sense because the, the, the arches for character development are real extensive. But when you're watching a, when you're watching a film, the arcs in the films can be, can be very, very fast. You know, so it's like when you're sitting down and you're, you know, you're rehearsing and you're going over lines and you're looking for subtleties in the subtext and, you know, you're looking for uh, your marks and your cues on, you know, it's not so much of, yeah, I get why this is going on, but it's more of like, okay, but really, why is my character doing this? Why is my character saying this? You know, what's what's been going on? So to further answer your question, uh, me, I, I do my best to make a list of 100 questions you know, all the way from, you know, uh, what my character's favorite color is, favorite food, things he likes, things he doesn't like, um, you know, past relationships, you know, I answer all those questions, you know, what's it, what is his uh, orientation, you know, what is his thoughts on, you know, political viewpoints and what, you know, is he religious, um, you know, is he, is he an angry person, is he a happy person, and then from there, you know, you just it just kind of starts off like a like a brainstorm in a sense, and it gets more extensive. And then from there, you just you you just you just embellish in it, and you let it just become a part of who you are. 
And uh, that's that's really my angle towards it. But sometimes uh, it can be uh, a little bit more easier said than done because, as I said, you know, when it comes to uh, portraying certain characters that go through certain situations that you're not either accustomed to or you've not experienced yourself, uh, it could be a little bit it could be a little bit more difficult. And by that I mean it, extremely frustrating. It's like damn, I don't know how to do this. So at that point, you know, I kind of tap into this other side where I just go off of what's going on in that exact moment, you know, and that's what you actually call being in the moment, being emotionally available to, you know, whoever your your co-actors and your scene partners are. And that's where that's where the rawness and that's where, you know, the uh, the, the truth comes out, you know, because you can tell, you can really tell when, when people are, are, are faking it and you can tell when people are being being serious, especially, you know, after you shoot a scene, you go back and you see your rushes and it's just like, damn, dude, I, I totally bombed that shit. Um, can we can we do that over? <laughs> you know, it's like you can just you can tell you can feel it. But that's that's tip, well, that's what my typical approach is to, to any characters. You have to do the backstory. You have to answer your questions. And then from there, if you feel like, you know, uh, for example, I did a uh, I did a speech from Fight Club from Tyler Durden's character, his speech on modern living. And it took me a year just to be able to just just to rehearse and then and then do a showcase on that actual speech because it went from me just doing research on the authors and the directors and the actual breakdown of the characters to I was over here doing research on people that suffered from depression to insomnia, uh, schizophrenia, people that suffer from anxiety. Um, all it, it was so many different things. I learned so much from that, from that project alone in itself. It, it about blew the brains out of my mind because, <laughs> you, know, people, you know, we as people, we, we suffer from so many different things. And most often, more often times than not, you know, we deal with not just one particular thing at a time, but a multitude of things at one time, you know? So oh, absolutely. But that's, yeah. So when you come up with your hundred questions, do you work with it with a writer or the director, or are you talking about personal exercises? What, what are you referring to? For me, it'd be my own, my own personal exercise that I would do to help me better prepare myself um, for my character. And like I said, too, it, it just, it, it depends on, you know, who you work with. Um, uh, you know, fortunately for me, you know, most directors that I work with, you know, they're very, very, uh, open. Um, they're very, very available mentally and emotionally. You know, they love to answer questions, to, to, to help you break down your character as, as the story in itself, uh, progresses and moves forward. And I, I, I really kind of feel like every director is like that in my head, because if, if, you know, if this, like acting is just so different from any other art medium, because if you come together and you do this, you want it to be the best that it could possibly be. So it, it takes a, a special kind of devotion, um, especially for the director more so than the actor, because, you know, once a director signs on for a project, depending on, you know, how, how long it is, you know, that's those are some very very long hours that's a lot of that that's a lot of dedication that's a lot of time that's a lot of effort and it's a lot of headache doing that and um as long as you can have good communication with the directors and and hopefully potentially even the writers have a better understanding of, of 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 what's being what's being pulled from you and what's being asked of you to do and to portray and emulate i kind of feel like the better outcome the actor will have as to actually bringing that character to life. 
And that way you get to explore all aspects of that characters and don't leave no stone unturned. So it was by the time you get done with that project, at least for that particular one, whether it becomes a franchise or whatever, you know that you've done your work, you've done your research. And at that point, the audience feels like they can completely relate to that person. And that's typically what I go for in that sense, unless it's called for a particular character to emotionally be a certain way, you know? Do you, um, do you do any uh, theater work or would you like to, if you don't? I mean, I've never, I've never particularly myself done any plays like that. But uh, when we do showcases after every uh, six month period, that's basically, you know, what it is. And what we'll do is, you know, we'll work on whether they're monologues or dialogues with other scene partners in the in the advance group. And then, you know, we'll do we'll put on a show uh, showcase and we'll have props and we'll bring in all uh, everything that we need. And sometimes the some of the venues that we go to, they already have it all there and set up for us. So what you'll do is, you know, you'll go in and you'll do your performance and you bring your headshots and uh, comp cards or whatever you know you need to bring with you. And we'll perform and do all this in front of casting directors, agents. There's been a couple of managers that have came in, uh, come in before to watch our performances. So I guess you would call them like mini plays in a sense, but uh, it's 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 so much different than than doing film work because you know you find out real real quick on stage, you know <laughs> what's going on that and how well reaction. the audience you know takes you. Yeah, it's 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 like instant gratification. Whereas in film, it's a it's it's a it's a lot different, you know. But do you invite your your friends and family, or is it mostly uh, you know in, industry uh, people that come to those? The show. Oh case? yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's 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 everybody. You know, you can bring your friends out, your family. If you have children, they can come out too. Um, especially in situations like that, it's uh it's really good to have that uh that backbone and that support system there. You know, it's, it's definitely good to have that, especially when you're when you know you're going in front of people that are literally critiquing every single thing you say to how you say it to how you move, how you block your scene out, you know, not turning your back on the audience unless that's, you know, what the the scene is called for. So there's so many, you know, there's a lot of technical elements that go into it as well that could literally, if, if, if you make one wrong move, that could kill the entire performance, you know, and the only thing that sucks with that in that particular situation is once you do that, there's no reset button. Yeah. You know. It's it's done. It's in the can. Yeah, there's no redo, mm-hmm. is there? As you're looking for, you know, getting yourself out there and and getting uh, work, what is what are you hoping for on a on a set? Are you what are you looking for in your director? What are you hoping he brings to the table or she or she? Yeah, big shout out to Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, I go. love Catherine Bigelow. There you go. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, she she's the best. Point break all day, baby. Um, <laughs> you know when, when I when I go to a set, you know I just I just look for I just look for fun, you know, good energy, um, you know, a bit of a family unit. Because um, typically most times that's what it kind of turns into. But I just look for you know just understanding and direction, you know, from the director. You know, that's that's it. That's why they're the director. You know, just help me help you make this the best thing that you've done thus far in, in your career and just a, just a strong sense of camaraderie and just dedication to what we're doing, no matter if you're the main character or, you know, 
you're just the you're the first extra that's on set you know everything to every little minute detail is important so just just understanding camaraderie and just you know just to remember to relax and just have fun and enjoy the process because when you kind of let go of everything that you try to control or when you try to manipulate it in a sense where you you have a preconceived notion of what it should be i feel like you you end up uh you end up restricting yourself from being free and being in the moment you know so when you just kind of come in and just let it all go and leave it all out there on the table and just let yourself come into being is is kick ass and that's when that's when you start making magic and that's when it gets fun and that's when the wheels start turning and that's when magic gets made it's like holy shit we just did that and it was like yeah bro like I told you, I told you, yeah, we got this, you know, so that's, that's typically what I look for, you know, on the set directors, other actors and stuff like that as well. You know, this is an old question that we like to break out every now and then. Um, what is more important to you, a great director or a great script? Great script. Always, always great script. Um, you know, the, the script in my personal opinion, that's, that's that's the foundation. That's that's a catalyst. You know, that's that's everything. Without that, you could have great actors and you could have a great director, but if that script is garbage, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be garbage. It's all unless, trash, huh? Yeah, unless that director is top notch. I mean, well, you know, there's there's exceptions to everything, you know, because you know you can give you know you can give Spielberg or you know Dallas Villeneuve or you know, Peter Jackson, you can give them some garbage and they'll turn it into magic, they'll turn it into gold. So, I mean, it, it depends, but just to save face and just keep it a yes or no question, definitely a good script any day of the week. Oh, very cool. So are they still doing a lot of uh, auditions by uh, Zoom now or is it becoming more of a live in-person thing? Before, I will probably say about about three years ago, they were still doing a lot of auditions uh, in person. Uh, but now, of course, due to the pandemic, and I actually just got my first, uh, I got my first shot today, literally an hour before, oh, you know, great. I hopped on here with you guys. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't want to do it. But, um, you know, apparently, you know, this thing's evolving and it's changing. And, you know, I definitely don't want to put other people's lives at risk or jeopardize their health. So, um, and plus, not to mention, uh, if if you're not vaccinated, you cannot work on a set. Period. Really? Wow. Yeah, they you know if if it's especially if it's unionized, you're definitely not walking on that set if you've not been vaccinated. So they don't have time for that shit, which which makes perfect sense, especially in those situations where there's millions of dollars and a lot of money backing a lot of big name personalities. So they're just they're not tolerating that. Um, so, but now because of that, literally. Everything's become virtual now. Unless you know, unless it's a situation to where it's 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 down between you and potentially maybe two other people for for a major principal role or something. Then yeah, they may you know fly you in or have you come in to sit down with the uh, casting directors and you know producers or whatnot. But yeah. everything's virtual now. It's so virtual. Yeah. where where would you like to go if you had if somebody said to you we're going to shoot. A production and it's something that you're really interested in and it is outside of where you live where would be the top place you'd like to go oh my god definitely i would definitely love to go overseas and and basically just do do a euro trip the way that bond does it 
you know, uh, I, I love, um, I love all Bond films, but very much particularly uh, Daniel Craig's, especially now because we have newer technology and just, you know, the, the, the cinematography of everything now is just, is, is so grand. It's so, it's so vivid and amazing, especially if you go to IMAX and see it, you feel like you're, you're right there in the middle yeah. of it. But I would, I would definitely love to go overseas to Europe or, or Africa you know, uh, I love to go anywhere. To be, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, especially if there's if there's a large body of water there too, like a beach. Oh my God, dude, it's it's, it's over for me. <laughs> you know, but yeah, definitely, I would definitely love to uh, to go over there to Europe and and, and check all that out. But go on a whole tour, like I want to see Greece, I want to see Rome. Uh, I would love to see uh, Turkey. I love to go to France, Paris. Like I would, I just would love to. I've never left the United States before, so you know, there's there's a there's there's still very much a, a big kid in me when I see films that uh, that showcase all of these different continents and countries because there's still some of it still has a very uh, mystical and mysterious type of vibe around it just because I've never I've never been there myself personally so that was a really cool question yeah but if I could like pinpoint just one particular place take me to Australia that'd be dope I'm not sure I'd want to go right now no not to Australia right now. Yeah, that's not no, not right, not right now. But yeah, but when yeah. it clears up, hey, why not, man? You're talking about mm-hmm. beaches, beaches for days over there. You know, mm-hmm. beautiful people. It's just a, it's just a lovely place. Although everything that's alive, other than people, want to kill you. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. But you know, there's got to yeah. be some. You know, there's some. You got to take the good with the bad. You know, that's uh, <laughs> that's how paradise is. You know. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that I when I went to Europe is that you sort of see that. You think of the United States as, you know, you go to the East Coast and they have some older buildings and you think, oh, that's old. Well, you go to Europe and you find out what really old yeah. is. And I haven't even been to like the Middle East or anything like that to, to really find old stuff. But one of the things that uh, I think about it is is having uh, enjoyment in what you're doing. And right. so at this point you're i mean things are new and you're trying to you know get your carve your your path so to speak do you think of it like you also do modeling is that something that you enjoy do or doing or is it something you do because you know that's a, some a, a a job that's available to you i would think it'd be an easy gig uh, it, it it really it just depends on it, it really at this point when it comes to the modeling aspect of it it just depends on what it is but you know, you uh, you know, I've had some really close friends of mine that have, you know, booked some really, really, uh, really, really fun and cool, um, you know, Nike, Calvin Klein, you know, a lot of uh, uh, really mainstream, prominent names that are out there, especially in the fashion line, and they've they've gone in and done some uh, really exquisite and uh, and nice work with them. So, you know, it's 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 cool. I just think over time, I've I have leaned more towards. The, the acting aspect of it more so than in the modeling. I mean, I kind of feel like they, they kind of go hand in hand in a sense, especially if, you know, you end up becoming a brand ambassador, you know, because of, you know, certain films or, or your personality type, if you will, I mean, which is cool. But, uh, but to me, I, th- you know, I, I feel like it's a lot in correlation to what you just said, because acting, it's a, you know, unless you know all the right people and you're kind of like, born and, and bred into it it's a hard life and it's it's one that uh it takes time to to hone into your craft and it takes time to to continuously 
get and be and maintain and continue to push to get better. And that only comes with, you know, training and, you know, with just hard work, dedication and, you know, challenging and pushing yourself and uh, allowing yourself to, to go to certain places that, you know, you and your normal day to day wouldn't necessarily normally uh, go and get to, um, you know, as I said before, you know, my, uh, you know, my ego is completely removed from this. So I hope that uh, even with this short film and a couple of projects that I have up and coming and even future projects that, you know, that's something that people will see and it radiates. And it's something that, uh, as I said before, inspires people. And of course, you know, you got to make a living and you want to get paid, but I would never want to do anything just for the sake of just, you know, making money that, you know, I'm not, you know, passionate about, you know, I, because I, because I, I, I kind of feel like if, if if I were to look at acting in of itself as a sport, you know, that's kind of it's kind of disrespectful in a sense. I think my last question is going to be um, when you approach. Obviously, and I don't know exactly where you're at right now, but I've heard different uh, things. One is that it's very very competitive for work, and 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 some depending on. Uh, you know, the time and what exactly you're in. There's some people are very cool. What, what has been your experience as have you had to become very competitive and, and, and approach it that way? Uh, have you found people around you being very competitive or, or very, uh, you know, um, casual about it? What's been your experience? It probably depends on the job because <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like certain, like, you know, it's like, you know, certain, certain projects tend to, to stand out and to be a little bit more appealing than others. So it, it really depends. But, um, I think, I think anything that you, that you invest a lot of time and effort and energy into, uh, once you realize and you see that, you know, there are other people that, you know, do the same thing as you, um, some may do it more and some may do it less, yeah, it's going to spark a lot of competition. And, you know, I'd be, I'd be lying to you guys if I said that I wasn't, and I'm just, you know, nonchalant and cavalier about it. Like, you know, I don't, I don't particularly give a shit because it's like, if your dreams were sitting on a table and you're in a room with 10 other guys and apparently y'all share the same dream, but there's only one box, but there's 10 heads. (laughs) Yeah. You automatically know that you're going to lose out if you don't try and dive in. You know, and sometimes you have to you have to fight for what you want. So, yes, it's 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 a very very competitive market. It's uh especially depending on your uh especially depending on your type. But um, I'll never forget I went to a uh it was a it was a Coca Cola commercial that they were shooting here, and uh, the auditions were being held at Johnson and Johnson, and I'll never forget. And this is the first time I'd ever really seen anything like this. And I walked inside of this building and I had no idea that they could shove this many damn people in here. And literally damn near every single guy that was in that room looked exactly like me. Wow. It's crazy. It was crazy. There's, there's, there's at least like 50, 60 other guys in there. And then on the other half of the building, they had, you know, a bunch of girls and stuff like that. Cause basically it was like a, it was like a party scene. It was like a, a Super Bowl party scene that they were shooting for a, a Coca commercial ad. And, uh, it was cool. But when you walked in there, it's like, huh? 
So this is so this is a thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's very it's very very eye opening. It's almost kind of weird. You know, everybody's looking at you and sizing you up. You know, some people are nice and want to break conversations. Some people are kind of like jeering at you. You know, some people are in there running their mouth talking shit. You know, some people are cracking jokes. Some people are on the phone. Like it's just it's it's whatever. But you know, I think the the ultimate goal is to you know somehow be evasive throughout your career and kind of get to a place in the position to where you can be able to sidestep that, you know, to where it's like, Hey, you can do a self tape or you, you know, you can go in there and, you know, speak to the, uh, the, the director or the, the uh, casting director or producer yourself, you know, it's, it's, it, there's so many different avenues and ways of, of, of getting around the system, so to speak. But, you know, there's still that part that, you know, you have to pay your dues, you know, you, you know, in a sense, it's like, you know, you start from the bottom and you, you know, you, and you work your way up and I've seen it happen to other people. And, um, you know, I, I've seen the change in the transition in myself because obviously I wouldn't be here, you know, had I not done that myself already. But once you realize that the only person you, you truly, cause I, I had to ask myself, you know, why is it that I want to do this? Is it because, you know, I want to be rich. I want to be famous. You know, I want people to, you know, know my name and know my face everywhere I go. That, that whole aspect of it for me ended when I was about 16 years old. And it's just because I knew when I understood that if that's the case, then what's the point of doing this in any way? You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if you're just in it to just make money and be famous. And to some people, yeah, you know, that could be a good end or a bad thing. But um, to me, it's, it's, it's all about changing people's lives. It's all about, you know, giving them something to hope and look forward to, especially in a, in a place in the world that seems to be a lot more unforgiving nowadays and a lot more accepting of, of just things that are just negative and cruel. But the cool thing with, you know, music and movies is that it provides a, an escape. It, it provides a, a means of you being able to tap into different aspects and, and parts of yourself that, you know, you wouldn't normally think about or, or consider had you not watched somebody's endearing, you know, performance, had you not watched someone create such a magnificent song and it, and it just kind of bleeds into that scene perfectly. And it's just like, wow, you know, I know I was feeling like this earlier, but, you know, I'm ready to go, you know, deal with this shit head on. You know, it's to me, that's what it's about. It's, it's, it's about giving something to somebody else, even if they're millions of miles away. That that's why I want to do what I want to do, you know. So to me, yeah, I know there's going to be competition, but you know, the hell with the competition because even if that person beats me out of that role, there there'll definitely be other opportunities. And you know, and I would say the same thing to you, gentlemen. You know, yeah, there are other people that you know do the same thing that you guys do, but none of them can do it the way that you guys do it. That's and true. that's what makes you guys, that's what makes you guys exceptional. That's what makes you guys special. That's what makes you innovative and creative, you know? And I hope that's something that people take with them as they go through this thing called life, you know, because when you're gone, you're gone. And there will never be another person to ever put their feet in your shoes, you know? So that's something to be, in my personal opinion, you know, happy, grateful, thankful, and appreciative of, you know? No, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I second that, uh, you know, immensely. One one of the things that I hear about uh, Hollywood, and you're down in there. You know, you're there, man. You're you're not just on the outskirts of trying to get in. You're there, 
and you're you're working it. And one thing I've always heard about Hollywood is it's it's the connections. Are you are you making good connections? And can you tell me about how you you're you're trying to make good connections at Hollywood? Well, you know, I was always taught when I first when I first got introduced to this, you know, you're only as good as your as your last project. Connections kind of come and go throughout, you know, the various projects that you're working on, you know, uh, you know, meeting and greeting people, you know, really just kind of, you know, putting yourself out there. It's, it's, it can be very, uh, it can be real finicky and tricky because especially, you know, in this, in this industry, you know, everybody, you know, wants something, you know, everybody has an agenda, you know, everybody, there's something that, remains a bit elusive, especially when it comes to money projects and, and notoriety in that sense. So, um, to be completely honest with you, I've made some really, really good headway. And, and so far I have been introduced to some very, um, incredible people, but, um, I keep in contact with them, you know, from time to time. And, um, and, you know, I nurture the relationships a little bit, but to be honest with you, you know, I, I put the, the whole, entire thing in, into God's hands. So to, you know, answer your question earlier, you know, what the, the five to 10 year plan is, you know, uh, uh, first thing is hopefully I'm alive in five to 10 years. Uh, <laughs> that's a, you know, that's, that's, that's the first thing I hope I'm still living, but you know, I have a vision in my head of, of, uh, of things that I want to do and, uh, and, and, and the size and the production of, you know, projects that I want to make the, the end goal for me is I want my own production company and to, you know, start it from the ground up and, you know, let that bleed into something of, of taking care of, of the youth and uh, providing people with shelter and education. And um, I feel like one of the greatest things about our country is that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we all do come together and we are, you know, one family, we are one unit, you know, despite what, you know, is going on in the mainstream media and as far as politics are concerned, but, you know, we are a family and, you know, as, as bad as things seem to be sometimes, you know, it seems like nowadays you have to go looking for what the good is. And there's so much of it that's out there, you know. So I know that one thing will lead into another, but I just I just want to enjoy the process and the journey and just to be just to be grateful to to be able to do this. And I feel like God put something in my heart that 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 drives me and motivates me. And I feel like it's it's, it's my job and my obligation to to give that back and share that with, with the world, you know, and if that puts me in a position to where I can help people on a, on a major scale, then, Hey, I know I did my damn job. You know, that's a great team. I'm, that's a great goal, man. That is an awesome goal. I, I can't, uh, I don't think I could do better. That's awesome. Hey, uh, we're right about out of time, but I have to say, I really appreciate coming on talking to us. This has been very interesting and very uh, insightful. I think our, yeah. our listeners are going to enjoy listening to you, Reese. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate this. I, I definitely look forward to uh, definitely coming back and, uh, and and talking with you, gentlemen. You guys have been super chill, super awesome. Um, this has been the best interview that I've had. Wow. I, I've really, I've, yeah, I've really, I've really enjoyed this. And I meant what I told you guys earlier too. You know what you guys are doing is is amazing, and you know you just you just never know. Just you guys taking out the time of your day to do what you're doing and. You know, all the followers and, 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 and ears that are captivated to what you're doing, you know, just you guys are changing lives. And sometimes you may or may not realize it, but, you know, thank you so much for having me on here. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. We just hope they're changing the right way. 
yeah, absolutely. You got to have fun with it too, man. Absolutely. And I know you guys do that. So I've enjoyed this. Reese, it's been a blast having you. We'll have to talk again. Thank you, Reese. I look forward to it. You have a great evening. Pleasure meeting all you guys, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, Pat. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us on the True Fiction Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please visit us at Facebook. You can also leave us a review on iTunes or through your favorite podcast app. Until next time, stay true and stay creative. You're too late Catch a ride somewhere else Catch a ride Catch a ride